What's up, folks? Happy Monday. We're back on the mic. March 27th, episode 14. Got a little ACDC going there for you. 1990. Great times listening to ACDC. Um, little connection between Old Oakdale and ACDC. Back in the day when I was working there for a bit, we would just jam out to ACDC daily. Um, really, honestly, working with an Aussie, what else should you be doing? Shout out to the Hayes, the Hayes Bros, the Hayes Ranch, and also shout out to Alistair out there uh, back in Aussie. Um, hope they don't have you locked up at a gulag yet. Um, I'd be surprised if they didn't because you're unruly as hell, sir. Um, <laughs> thank you for being back. Um, welcome. Uh, got a bunch of crazy stuff to get into. It's, uh, it's pretty wild what's going on on the news cycle right now. As always, nearly impossible to keep up. Um, <clears throat> let's get, let's go ahead and get going. Excuse me. <clears throat> so, um, who let the dogs out? <laughs> that is the question in California right now. We got a uh, California Assembly's Public Safety Committee has approved Assembly Bill 742, which seeks to ban the use of police canines to, what is it, arrest, uh, apprehend, and or use for any type of crowd control. We've heard it all, folks. Welcome to California. It's crazy. So the authors of the bill cited it needed removal uh, you know, it needed the removal of police dogs due to right, racial bias and excess violence against black Americans and people of color. Now, there's a lot to be said. There's there's a ton to unpack about that one statement. Um, uh, do white people not have color? Am I not like a lovely shade of pink or um, what would you call me? White, I guess. But I am not clear. There is hue to us. Um, believe it or not, we have souls <laughs> and we have color. Um, the, the question is, what shade? What's your tone, right? You can go on all night about this argument. I mean, <laughs> anyway. All right. So, uh, so I don't know if the, I don't know. I think you could still use canines against white people, just for the record. That's, that's my understanding here. And, uh, of course, Democrat uh, Assembly members Corey Jackson and Ash Kaura, who gives it? anyway, um, introduced this bill, which is, uh, quote, designed to end deeply racialized, traumatic, and harmful practice of prohibit by prohibiting the use of police canines, unquote. Um, and that's according to the author, Corey Jackson. What goes on in these people's minds? I mean, it's as if dogs could possibly be racist. <laughs> I mean... I, I could understand, you know, dogs being more familiar with, you know, people of, you know, different tones than others and stuff like that. But to say across the board that dogs are racist. So what you're saying is what? If you had a canine in the department, then you're also not allowed to have uh, black officers be uh, canine uh, officers. Is that what I mean? Is that the <laughs> what is the suggestion here that uh, that canines target? Um, black people only that, that, that canines don't run as fast or bite as hard when it comes to white people. Get the heck out of here with that crap. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, like I said, 
I can't believe that we're even voting on this crap. This is like what it's come to in California. When or is California ever going to wake up? I mean, canines are literally like a less lethal option as to, you know, or I mean, not that anybody wants to get bit by a dog. I understand. It's an unfair playing field. You are going to get wrecked by an, a dog that comes after you, especially uh, one of those Belgian Malinois or whatever those are. Those are pretty sick dogs. They don't use German Shepherds as commonly anymore. But nevertheless, um, dangerous animals, super fast, super, super um, impressive uh, bite, jumping ability. You're, you're just you're not getting away from them. Um, so, yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where to leave it other than that is ridiculous. Welcome to California. You know, it's just like as if it's just it can't get any worse. And then what are you going to do? You're going to pull police canines out of the mix. Which, you know, I mean, half a lot of people actually comply with police and don't have to police don't have to put their hands on people um, because people are scared of being bit by a canine. Canine is much more of a threat than it is. Uh, well, I mean, not more of a threat than it is a danger, but um, it's used as leverage very often. And um, they threaten, you know, suspects with canines and. The second they realize, okay, I'm going to deal with a dog, it's a lot easier to just walk out before you just get, um, you know, half your arm ripped off. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting topic, and I'm, I'm sure it's just going to get shot down because, like, this place is already a dumpster fire um, legislation-wise. And, um, you know, what would be better than um, just grabbing some more cans of gas and throwing them in there? So let's do that. Uh, here's a, here's a fun, here's another kind of a funny one. Um, well, at least to me anyway, cause I don't really have a dog in this fight, but, uh, we got Biden signaling. He's, uh, interested in banning the Chinese spy app, TikTok. We, we have over a hundred million TikTok users in the States right now. I mean, mostly Gen Zers. We got some, uh, teenagers and, you know, a couple of my 40 year old friends, um, <laughs> You know who you are. You know who you are. And for shame, um, I think it's a terrible app. <laughs> I think it's a cancer to our society. I think it's um, a bunch of kooky degenerates um, pushing terrible um, content on there. But who am I really to say what's bad content? Um so, yeah, it's weird because the Biden legislation is pushing this, and I wouldn't really see that coming from the Biden administration. And I guess, I mean, I thought he loved China. Beijing Biden typically loves China. So <laughs> I don't know where it is. And it's it's funny because um, the TikTok, it's it's really over the, the I mean, the, the whole thing is, you know, due to national security is, is quote, his reason, you know, for his his reason for banning it. And that is because the user agreement's just insane. I mean, they literally, it's, they get every single bit of your data and everything that goes on in your phone, essentially, um, if you ever download that app and you agree to their terms. So um, if you have downloaded their app and agreed to their terms, they pretty much have everything about you. Not as, not as if they don't already have, I mean, all these little, you know, Chinese spy gadgets that they have kind of everywhere. Um, is 
it's kind of endless and there's really no way to avoid it. If it's not one thing, it's another. I mean, the phone that I'm recording this here podcast on, it was made in China and they could easily have, um, you know, rig some sort of system or some sort of program or some sort of hardware or some sort of, I don't even know anything about it, software to get uh, all the data that comes through that phone back to them, which I'm sure they have, which, which whatever. But um, it's ridiculous that a lot of people don't even read it and they, they don't realize what they're kind of doing. Um, I am not a proponent of banning te- TikTok, believe it or not, even though I, I, I hate it as much as I do. I really, I truly go out of my way to avoid TikTok. I think it's like, <laughs> it's the last thing I want to go on um, when I'm getting sent links of that stuff or even when I have like one of their watermarks on one of the videos I'm watching on Twitter, I'm like, ah, I don't know why it bothers me so much, but I really don't like TikTok, but I don't think it should be banned. I think uh, Americans should have the ability to, you know, make that own decision for themselves. I mean, this is a dangerous world, you know, that every, every day that you step out of the front door, you're, you're taking a risk. And uh, sometimes when you're downloading apps, and you're trying to watch all these stupid people dancing, um, you're risking, um, you know, your safety and, you know, yourself in certain ways as well. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be kind of funny, like, if this actually goes through, which I don't think it will. And it's weird how, you know, when, when Donald Trump wanted to ban it, and Donald Trump actually had kind of an alternative answer, which was, you know, if, if American, like, if there's ownership in TikTok, American ownership in TikTok, and there's some ability to kind of, you know, regulate it to some degree. Um, Because I don't know if you know, but China, you know, China, um, their algorithm for American TikTok is 100% different than the algorithm that they have in China for their youth. Their youth are learning, you know, instructional videos, educational stuff. They're learning about, you know, how to smoke Americans in every uh, single subject in school, um, how to <laughs> probably whoop our ass um, hand to hand because we're busy teaching our kids how to play patty cake and give out, you know, muffins to everybody instead of being tough. But <clears throat> there's a lot to be said about that as well. And I digress. But, yeah, it's going to be funny if this ever actually goes through. And then, it, like I said. Trump tries to ban it and at some point or, you know, even mentions it and people are like, oh, he's a Nazi. You know, he's violating our First Amendment right and all this and that. And then Biden comes around and then like there's a chunk of these same people that were like outraged that Trump would even suggest that. And they are like, oh, yeah, Biden said it. So it's good, which is like. It's a little bit of proof in the pudding with, you know, these, you know, these real, it's like the cult leftists that literally they just, they, they're not using like their own mind. They're just literally going on the full tribal path down to, you know, uh, destruction of our country and um, of our freedoms. Um, It's weird because, you know, all the free speech in the world is always being attacked by one side. And there's a big argument to be said about, you know, banning books in, in, you know, school libraries and stuff like that. But I think that's really necessary as far as, you know, the content goes. And there is a, a very slippery slope and, a, and some, some gray area on like what is actually, you know, banning um, free speech and, and violating the First Amendment. 
But yeah, it's it's weird. And if this does actually go through, it will be hilarious. And it'll just be great <laughs> to see all these, you know, TikTok dance hoes and all these soy boy <laughs> TikTok dancers have to figure out like what they're going to do for money now because they're not getting paid a big old chunk of change to do 15, 20 second dance videos that literally make you. Um, I don't have anything good to say, so I'm not going to say anything at all. Um, so yeah, uh, I have fun in the real job in the job market, you know, trying to, and, and have, uh, uh, have, have some fun in the real world here. Um, you TikTok twerps, um, <laughs> and they're going to hate Joe Biden. <laughs> they already hate Trump. So who cares? Like, <laughs> but they're going to hate Joe Biden now and they're going to alienate that, you know, Gen Z and all those TikTok twerps. Those are all Joe Biden people. So, well, not all of them. Obviously, I should not say all of anybody in any case. But uh, yes, uh, the good majority of them are going to be um, lefties and, you know, Democrat voters. So a little uh, taste of reality would be nice for them. Uh, and if people like were really truly, if America was truly worried about getting spied on, all these like these uh, DGI, these personal um, drones, these little, you know, little hobby drones that these toys that people have, they're all coming from China. Like every single one like that is sent to, well, not every single one. Again, there I go. But most of them that are sent to, to America and China are, uh, America and Canada are from China. And they, you know, obviously, if you design it, uh, and you hook it to the internet, do you think for one second that every single thing that you're filming and every single thing that is being captured by that drone is not getting sent back to the CCP? Because you'd be sorely mistaken. That's what they're doing. Um, and they probably have a good section of our country mapped out by now um, just by personal, you know, uh, drone use. Those things are pretty sweet, by the way. Um, my buddy Big Rise got an awesome one, and um, he takes some really sweet videos. Um, actually, his website is big360tours.com, uh, I believe. Um, yeah, go check it out. Uh, so anyway, this is an interesting one. Let's let's keep it going here. We got a few more things to get through. <laughs> um so this one's interesting. New York Post reports Hunter Biden had either a current or a former mole in the FBI. And apparently this mole tipped him and his uh, Chinese business partners off to the probe that the FBI was doing into their Chinese business um, businesses. So it, it's kind of crazy. Uh how they even like found this out to begin with was they arrested this former uh, Israeli military. Um, let me see what exactly I don't want to miss. So, yeah, this former um, Israeli military official, Dr. Gail Luft, who was arrested last month in Cyprus on accusations of of arms trafficking. And this guy, he claims <laughs> um Luft claims to be innocent being set up by the DOJ to due to his knowledge of the Biden, the Biden's dirty deal, international dealings and plan to go public with them. 
So he, this dude's straight up claiming, oh, yeah, I'm being railroaded. <laughs> like, they're trying to silence me. I guess this guy knows something. Um, obviously, he knows one eye. Can you believe this? Okay, I just kind of went right past that. Like, one eye. What kind of crappy James Bond freaking movie is this, dude? Like, this is some B-grade Hollywood, <laughs> low-budget, um, poor script writing. Oh, this is just, it's ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, this dude, like, all of his, this guy seems legit for the most part. I mean, other than, you know, he's Israeli military personnel, and you kind of have to question everybody. Um, but yeah, it's, he's, he says, you know, he has nothing to do with it. He's never been an arms trafficker and you could actually find all this stuff. Go look it up right now. It's, it's like, <laughs> this guy's like fully open. Like they're railroading me. Um, the Biden's apparently, you know, are doing their, their typical dirt. Um, some more dirt on the, the Biden's just came out. A trove of damning emails released early this month revealed Hunter Biden lied about his, a drug use on a background check uh, form to obtain a gun illegally. So this guy in Delaware lied on this this Nix form, you know, to get a gun in Delaware. They sold him the gun. Now here here's where here's like here's where it kind of gets this is crazy. So Haley Biden, who's actually the widow of Hunter's dead brother, Bo, who died of brain cancer and was at the time Hunter's girlfriend. Yeah, that's right. They're classy. He's dating his brother's widow. Like what kind of people are? Anyway, I think we already all know what kind of people these are. <laughs> um, she, Haley Biden took the gun that he bought illegally out of his pickup truck, apparently, accordingly, according to him, without his knowledge, and um, ditched it in a dumpster behind a local supermarket in Delaware across the street from the, a school. Like, I don't know if it was a high school or like a middle school or whatever. I should have looked into that. Anyway, yeah, so this that's the story. I don't even believe that story. I don't believe anything that that anything that comes out of their mouth is bullcrap. And it was funny because, you know, this all came up. Um, so what ended up happening with that whole thing? So let me finish the story. So after she ditched it, they actually, you know, he or they whatever. Somebody reported it to the police. The police went investigating, could not find a gun, um, didn't make any arrests. Yet um, the Secret Service had now that we now that we have intel that the Secret Service inserted themselves, went up and like cleaned up the cr the crime scene, like sent a cleanup crew to protect the the corrupt Biden family. And <laughs> I can only imagine Joe calling up the Secret Service and being like, "Hey, you know, you guys." At the time, he was nothing. He was not having any Secret Service protection. So I don't even know why they would even be involved in that. But obviously, he made a quick phone call. The second he was like, oh, yeah, my son just called me. My crackhead son just called me and said uh, somebody dumped it, uh, one of his uh, some gun that was illegally purchased. I'm sure he didn't say that. But into a, uh, into a garbage can, I'm sure they immediately jammed right over there, grabbed the gun. That way, That's why the cops couldn't find it. 
And now we know that. So the Biden family's corrupt. Who would have thunk, dude? No freaking way. Um, and now it's funny, the ATF, you know, they're, they're having a hearing right now about, you know, the gun braces and all that stuff. And, um, a Wisconsin Republican, um, actually confronted an ATF official, um, about what the penalty was for falsifying info on, uh, the, the 4473 form and is actually an unlawful drug user. And the the ATF guy uh, replies, um, it was five to 10 years, uh, but now it's 15, up to 15 years. Uh, it's a felony, you know, punishable to up to 15 years in, in federal prison. Okay. And so the Republicans' next question was, okay, then why hasn't Hunter Biden been brought up on charges for that crime? Now that we have this information, because the Secret Service went and actually checked in, and this is all documented, that they checked in and found out that he lied on his NICS form. So he should have been, and then uh, the guy, the ATF goes, oh, we don't know anything about that case, so whatever. It's like, <laughs> and then somebody interrupts. Or no, actually, nobody interrupted. Then the guy goes, oh, yeah, you know, I'm sure you don't know anything about that case. Because, uh, you know, in Hunter Biden's book and the Republican, the Republican <laughs> representative starts, you know, going through uh, the, the Hunter Biden's crack chronicles. You know, the, the book that he wrote about him being a crackhead and um, how that was, you know, all during the time that he bought the gun and, and had the gun. And I mean, how else does a gun end up in a dumpster? I mean, guns are like probably the most important thing or the most, um, I wouldn't know what, I don't even know what they, I don't, I can't articulate right now, but owning a gun is like the biggest responsibility that a person could have, um, other than probably owning a, uh, owning a child, uh, having a child, um, I assume. And obviously there's different levels of responsibility there, but owning a gun is like, it's very dangerous. It's, it's essentially, it's like owning anything else that is, um, deadly. Um, it's like driving a car, it's, but it's, yeah, I, I can't pontificate on that right now because my brain isn't working. But anyway, you get the point. I mean, you, you never leave a gun unattended. You never leave it a gun where you don't know where it is. You don't never leave a gun where it's not safe, locked up, secured, um, or, you know, purposely set up to, um, you know, be there for protection and only, you know, where it's restricted, um, use or space or availability, especially to, to kids, most importantly, anyway, <clears throat> but yeah, the guy, <laughs> why is it been committed, you know, and, and the guy and the guy. So then after he says, yeah, we know that Hunter Biden smokes crack and is an unlawful drug user because we read his book. It says right here, here, look at chapter three. Like, <laughs> and the guy's like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. And like, you know, he's getting silenced. And he's like, no, the guy gets, you know, it's time to talk. And he's like, I know why you guys don't want me to, to, to keep going. And you know what I'm getting at here? Because there's a, there's a two-tiered justice system going on. And it's clear. And everybody's talking about it. 
And it's obvious at this point. And um, there's no accountability on one side. Another side, there's full-blown persecution, you know. Uh, heaven forbid Don Jr. ever pulled some stunt like that. He'd be in jail right now. <laughs> I can almost guarantee you. But, you know, Joe Biden never does anything that makes sense. And, you know, he's never held accountable for anything. And, and whatever he does is just just, just great and grand. Um, he, you know, him and Trudeau, some, uh, the two most corrupt leaders in the Western Hemisphere here, um, <clears throat> are in Canada right now, or he was in Canada a couple days ago, um, to uh, discuss climate change uh, or global warming. He rolls over there in two 747s, two C-17 Globemasters, and 75 armored cars. And 500 damn people. Are you freaking kidding me to talk about climate change? I mean, he, he clearly proved, you know, you don't have to leave your basement to get the most votes in uh, American history to win the presidency. Yeah. And um, so, but he has to, you know, you know, burn a hole in the ozone and kill about seven polar bears to get him and his whole freaking crew out there to discuss climate change with Trudeau. And you know how much I love Trudeau. That dude's awesome. Freaking love that guy. And when I grow up, I want to be Justin Trudeau. That guy's sweet. Ugh. I'm out of control. Anyway, all right. Um, but it's crazy, you know. Why? Why would our taxpayers? I mean, think about it logically. We're literally we're <laughs> for global, you know, the climate change for global warming. We're sending them out to talk to another leader that's next door in you know, 17 tons worth of, you know, jet fuel and everything else. It's just unbelievable. There needs to be like some sort of uh, bill passed, like banning the use of taxpayer funds for any travel expenses related to like climate change initiatives and stuff like that. You know, they don't care about the polar bears. They don't care. Nothing they do makes sense. Like listen to Bill Gates excuse like, uh, yeah, everybody shouldn't just sit in their houses and do nothing and drive electric cars like maybe once a week. And but you're gonna go freaking jet set all over freaking everywhere and back with you and your family. Yeah, but my carbon footprint really doesn't really count because I'm a, I'm a rich and um uh, rules for you and not me. Like f that guy, dude. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, all right. Last couple stories here. Um. Protests rage on in France as Macron goes ahead and uh, he raises the retirement age from 62 to 64. Um, so, yeah, I, and, and it's funny because this recently happened in the U.S. We, we raised it from 65 to 67 and not a blip over here. <laughs> I mean, and we're just like, oh, yeah, we're the slaves. I thought the French were the pussies. Like, apparently not. Like, <laughs> America has officially taken the 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 throne as the the softest nation um, currently. <laughs> if the French are harder than us, 
because they're 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 put they're, they got some good pushback going on there's millions out they're pissed i mean they don't want to work dude <laughs> who does um but yeah uh so it's macron had actually forced the reform through the french parliament uh without the vote i mean the reason he did that is because he didn't have the support of the parliament and you know people are just all kinds of um outrage going on and Rightfully so. That's not um. That's not democracy. That's not you know, uh, for the people. That's for the government. And it's crazy. This dude is on TV, doing an interview, begging the mercy of the protesters, saying, "Oh, please, you know, like don't destroy everything. Um, we all need to sacrifice." And this dude has a watch on, and at right after he says that. You know, we all have to sacrifice, and I can't really – I don't know exactly what he said because it's all in French. But uh, the translation is essentially like, oh, you know, we all have to make our sacrifices, and I don't want you guys destroying our, our country, this, that, and the other. And then all of a sudden, like, he goes up under the table and just, like, slips the watch off his wrist, and it just disappears for the rest of the interview. It's like, what kind of people are these? <laughs> I mean, we know what kind of people they are. Um, they're little Klaus Schwab minions. They're globalists. Um, and they, 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 they hate people and they hate human race. Um, they hate humanity, but it's crazy. The garbage, you know, there's garbage, um, you know, these waste, you know, um, everybody, all the garbage men are on strike. Like they're, they're like indefinitely on strike. The whole freaking town is full of trash. All the main streets are full of trash and, um, you know, there's piles everywhere the energy workers are actually cutting power to like the richer neighborhoods and they're diverting power to like the low income areas and giving free power to schools and hospitals and stuff like that. It's like, there's a pretty big epic uprising going on. And like, there's some big solid, like moves being made by the Frenchmen and I'm proud of you guys, France, you guys are doing it up, you know, screw those and it's funny because the American media is totally like kind of avoiding covering this. You know, you can't really ignore it all the way, but they don't want us to like see like how easy it is. Like when, when we all get together and just, just smash them out, dude, like the power is with the people. It will always be with the people. And that's, that's the beauty of it. And they should be scared of, uh, you know, the American people specifically. We own 46% of the guns in the world, <laughs> like the, the, the American people, the civilian armed forces of America. God bless us. Um, but yeah, so with all the bank failures, you know, that is some concern they should have for America. Uh, there's been, you know, just this month, there's been five bank failures and we're looking at a six one kind of on the, the tilting on the edge here. We had Silvergate fail. We had Silicon Valley fail, which was, you know, one of the more infamous failures. Um, uh, Signature Bank failed. We have First Republic failed. Um, Credit Suisse. This is an interesting one because um, <clears throat> you always thought of, like, Swiss Bank being, like, a real solid bet. If you were, like, super rich and you were kind of shady, you always have, you know, Swiss Bank accounts. And they would always be safe in the Swiss bank accounts. There's always like a lot of credit, you know, their bank accounts were, or their banks banking system was kind of like their, their watches, you know, you could count on some quality. 
but um, I guess no longer. Um, this is like a German car being built like uh, like sh crap. Um, it, it's <laughs> it's a travesty. Um, but yeah, so what happened with the Credit Swiss Bank? It was kind of it was a weird one, and there was a little bit of a some some there's an acceleration of that collapse uh, due to. Uh, the Saudi National Bank chairman, I guess this dude had made some comments. Um, I guess uh, the Saudi National Bank had actually bought last year with the with the direction of the prince. Um, the Saudi National Bank uh, invested one point five million or billion dollars into the Swiss bank. Um, but, you know, when they started failing, uh, for some reason, I don't know what he was thinking but he straight up <laughs> just came out and said oh yeah no we we're not going to invest any more capital that that direction so they're they're going to fail because they're counting on us to bail them out and we're not going to do it and so it accelerated their their collapse and it was all bad and he actually resigned like two weeks later like he recently just designed resigned like i think yesterday um and so now the deutsche bank is wobbling and so there we go. Germany tilted on the edge. You know, you got that horrible Merkel over there, that Angela Merkel or whatever her name is. And she trolled herself hard by cutting off, you know, the Russian oil supply that she had. Um, and, you know, all the cheap energy sources that she had. She just got woke and went Green New Deal. And now um, they're wearing it. Guess what? You're going broke, dude. Um, because that's what happens. Um, inflation, um, and, and a big part of the inflation that's going on is the energy cost, um, in my understanding. And, you know, they, they want to, this is just, they're collapsing the dollar, you know? Um, and they're, they're sending you know, money all over the place. They're wasting money in Ukraine, um, and again, they're just not bailing out. Yeah, how much would it take to uh, the amount of money that we're spending over in Ukraine? What we could do with that over here would be unbelievable. It could it would change the quality of all Americans' lives, but we're just squandering it um, through a corrupt uh, regime, um, multiple corrupt regimes working together to to break the dollar. And I'm, I'm biggest, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm mostly concerned, you know, not just the, the soaring interest rates and, and the insane inflation, but, you know, this is just one big move to make that, you know, the, the, the central big digital currency that they've been just dying to make happen. And this is like the biggest danger to our freedom. And I don't know what you guys know about this stuff, but just briefly, it's, you know, Central bank digital currency would pretty much allow the government to control every single, there would be a cashless system where, you know, you'd be tracked and they would, they would know every single thing you bought, where you bought it, when you bought it, they could turn on and off your ability to purchase things, goods, whatever you might need, um, at the flip of a switch. And, um, and what they'd have would be a, that'd be coupled with a social credit score. So you know, if you, if you were to say something, you know, if you were to cuss at, at somebody that it hurt their feelings too much, or if you, you know, farted in public, 
or if you <laughs> if you got a speeding ticket or if you um, bought too much um, sugar uh, sugary items one week or something they could you know they can control what you're what you're able to buy and what what you're able not to buy and they could just altogether just cut you off from goods and and um, everything and that's what they're looking for is control <sighs> stay vigilant folks Keep your heads on a swivel. Hang in there. This is America. We're never going to give up. We're going to fight until there's no fight left, baby. Much love. Thank you for being here. Have a wonderful night. Have a good week. Love you. Peace.